All right, everybody. Welcome back to Agents of Comic Book. My name is Paul Christian. And I am Eric Jackson. That's right. And we're back with another episode today. And it's going to be a special occasion because we do actually have our inaugural guest on the podcast. We have Dan McMahon from the Super Sons podcast. How are you going? How are you doing, Dan? I am fantastic. I'm Dan. I use he, him pronouns. Um, Well, I got um, to pick the uh, the episode, too. Oh, hell yeah. I made sure to pick the best one so I never have to cover it on my show. <laughs> yeah, because I, I asked, he asked to be on the podcast and I was hoping to have him on too. And I he I asked him like, well, I don't really have a plan for what we're going to do this week. So if you want to just pick something, like I can totally leave it in your court here. Mm. And he's like, all right. And just sent me a gif of Harley Quinn in the in the Lamborghini. And I'm like, oh, oh boy. God. <laughs> and Eric has told me like he like, yeah, he's never going to watch that I've movie. Success- when did it come out? Uh, 2016, I believe. Yeah. I, so I've successfully avoided it for three years and my day came. Yeah, I remember you telling me, like, yeah, hey, I'm just never going to watch that movie. And I'm like, yeah, Dan's like, no, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, I got it. You got right in there. Um, and then we're also, because on the structure of the show is we have to review a comic book and an adaptation of it. So we had to find a Suicide Squad book to review. Mm-hmm. And the one we picked was something as well. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, and we're going to be reviewing the first five issues of the New 52 Suicide Squad run. So was there a Suicide Squad before the New 52? or is this Yeah, this is new? just a yeah. new team. Okay, gotcha. Mm-hmm. So what? So it's been around for longer than that. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been around what since the eighties. Yeah, Task Force oh, wow. X. Yeah, that's uh, right. Yeah, I think oh, I got gotcha. Deadshot's the only member on this team mm-hmm. that was on the original. Uh, oh, yeah. Captain Boomerang. Oh, Captain Boomerang was Ooh. as well. Yeah, because he makes a, an interesting cameo in this arc as well. <laughs> yeah, a little short lived. <laughs> I I don't love Captain Boomerang in the comics, but I love Captain Boomerang in the movie. He was okay. decent in the movie. He was one of the best parts of the movie because, like, oh, he yeah. brought like some actual, like, you know, some really good personality. But we'll get into that. Yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed him in that. Um, I'm glad you made this request too because this is a good lead in to uh, what we're going to be doing next weekend, the f- weeks after that too. Oh, yeah. We're going to be doing like a whole Birds of Prey series. Mm-hmm. Which um, uh, which which series? We're going to do the Gail Simone book, the first three arcs at least. Yeah. We're doing that as oh the three arcs. Wow, we're doing um the first one and then we're doing Harley Quinn. Yeah, well, well, what we're planning on doing is we're also going to review the first couple episodes of that Birds of Prey TV show because we've never <laughs> seen it. <laughs> we did that during our crisis call. I didn't. I actually didn't have to watch it. Um, we got guests on other shows, friends, website writers, everyone that we could get to do episodes for us while Jake and I were in Arkham. Um, we may have accidentally went on sort of a not like a killing spree, but like accidentally may have caused a few murders. Batman. Yeah, I think I, we may have heard of that. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we we've been going through some stuff. Honestly, I joined it, the Legion it got of us Doom. Kind of a paycheck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, listen, we're spreading the wealth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, uh, but yeah. So that was a good lead in to uh, to the Birds of Price stuff that's going to be coming up. So I'm glad mm-hmm. we got that in. What a lead in it is. Yes, well, it's a lead in for the movie at least because it'll be because yeah. I don't know how much they're going to reference the Suicide Squad movie in that Birds of Prey movie because, like, I don't know how much the James Gunn stuff is rebooting it. Well, didn't didn't DC say they're, like, just tossing that whole thing in the trash? Like, the whole Jared Leto Joker shit? Well, they're obviously on. keeping some things. Yeah, I guess. Well, Harley, yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. But, um, but yeah, so we're going to be dealing with Harley Quinn uh, for, for a good deal of what we're doing today. Uh, so I guess we can just get started. We're going to be doing the first five issues of the Suicide Squad book coming up next. So the first issue of this run, it opens up, and this is a very, very perplexing way to start this arc, because we get all of the Suicide (laughs) Squad members 
in this dungeon essentially and they're being to each tortured for information yeah i had a lot of problems with this uh yeah we see like deadshot for example had has this like medieval like rat trap on it, his chest it's a famous torture it's the old you put two rats in a bucket on the top of a dude's chest and then you slowly burn the end of it so they burrow into like the guy yeah it's see, they show his chest and it's literally just a red cavity like he's got a hole in his chest a, yeah a legitimate hole with the rats inside of it yeah, and Deadshot's like, I'm not telling you anything. Yeah, like he should be dead. <laughs> and like, so each each member is getting like their own form of torture, and it's like brutal stuff because we see like, uh, I think Black Spider has like these that fingernail trap. Yeah, he gets the John McCain, like the the stints like under his fingernails. Oh right, yeah, the John McCain. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what happened to him. Yeah, somebody. But what's what's weird is like all this tor torture is going on, and they're all taking it like famously, except for we mm -hmm. get um. Like even Har like Harley's laughing it off. Deadshot's doing surprisingly well with a hole in his chest. Yeah, he's uh, a freaking champ. King Shark is just getting like a sun ray. Yeah, they're heating him up so he can't breathe. But the so the person who gives them up is Savant. Savant is actually from the first arc of Gail Simone's Birds of Prey. I was gonna bring that up too because he's so mm -hmm. out, like weirdly out of character if they're going with that version yep. of him. He doesn't even have a ponytail. <laughs> That? <laughs> so like because i was wondering about that because i was reading it and i was like is this supposed to be the same savant from the gail simone birds of prey it definitely is right yeah i assume so i mean because he's a blind guy with whose name is savant who like kind of looks like he doesn't look exactly like the one from the birds of prey but no he doesn't he acts nothing like him yeah he has he has a mask too because i can't imagine the savant from the birds of prey like you know just being like no i'll tell you anything please <laughs> yeah it's a weird take. So yeah, he's getting like bugs crawling all over him. Um, that's a bad one. Yeah, that's a bad one. So he's like, I'll tell you, like we work for the Suicide Squad, and and Deadshot's like, why'd you tell him? Like they were gonna kill us anyway. Like so, <laughs> pretty much all the other members like we're not gonna tell them anything. Well, they immediately kill him after they tell him. They right. just shove him out a window. And while this is all going on, we do kind of get backstories for uh, at least three of the members so far. It's kind mm -hmm. of the, the only three that they really focus on, which is Deadshot, Harley, and El Diablo. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, the Deadshot one is not really much of a background. They just show him fighting Batman, and then he gets captured. Yeah. He's like, I just wanted to shoot Batman Well, Deadshot's pretty established. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you know who he is. Yeah. And the same with Harley, too, because apparently in, I didn't read this issue, but apparently in Detective Comics number one, uh, the Joker gets locked up, and that's when his face gets cut off, like yeah, in what we yep, read yep. in Batman a while yeah, ago. Yeah, comes up. Yeah, so have you you guys have talked about the fifty two, the new fifty two, right? Yeah. Uh yes, we've done okay. Batwoman and one arc right. of Batman. Just making sure you got to set the stage for the new fifty two being a uh, an experience. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 a, it's quite something to like try to jump onto because you're like, wait, what's what's canon? What's going on? Yeah. Oh, and Pandora. Pandora pops into this issue as she did with every other issue number one. Oh, right. Yeah, I didn't even realize that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I forgot she's about that. In the torture scene, she's in the background just chilling, kind of watching. That's just that's ridiculous. It's like you just got to catch up on all that stuff. Yeah, she's a voyeur. Yeah, we read that that was that the same joker story where he comes back for his face well that we we uh read the third arc of the scott snyder batman on the podcast but so that... we dealt with joker when he had the face but that was after mm -hmm. that uh, is that the was... reference though of him getting his like face yeah because that off? happened yeah. when he was in arkham so gotcha. that, that's why harley's all upset in this comic because mm -hmm. she's like you know joker's locked up and she's going around killing the lawyers who locked him up okay um and that's when what's that and she dances with them that was such a weird it's just a weird yeah it is she like oh, takes yeah. a bite out of him <laughs> and then black canary's like uh that's not okay you can't be doing that to people <laughs> i black canary black canary is just sad for her because all right 
So before we start this whole thing, I just want to mm-hmm. get I just want to say that both of these stories do Harley Quinn dirty. Yeah, uh, I agree. So this a note about me. The past year has been all about Harley Quinn for me. I have hated Harley Quinn up until recently. For some okay. reason, I just finally I finally read uh, Connor and Palmiotti's run and like now I get it. I'm like, fuck, I was kind of an asshole. Joker sucks. i'll go on fucking record anywhere you want with that one um and harley quinn is like this she takes back her own origin after all this stuff so in the suicide squad movie and the suicide comic she's just like they don't really know what her character is and they're just like yeah she's just sexy clown yeah and it's almost like a regression on that growth you were just describing because she's like back to you know not like she's back to just like i'm just gonna do anything because like i'm mad the joker's locked up those come uh all the like new origin stuff comes after this. So this is be like the new 52 run of um, Harley Quinn started probably a year after the new 52. And that's when she like moved to oh, I see. Island okay. and got her shit together. So, so at least that's an improvement on what we yeah. already had set up. <laughs> <laughs> so the, at least, at least we got something there to, to kind of redeem it. Yeah. Like you said, I think, cause I haven't read that run myself. So that's probably something I was going to ask you that at some point during this podcast, if you had any like recommendations for where to go to get good Harley Quinn content. Yep. I, at the, I sorry to interrupt. I will, I'll go into my bit about Harley Quinn and Joker a little bit more between, um, between the stories for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'd love to hear that. Um, but then we also get, uh, get who, I think is at least as far as me and Eric were talking about it, probably the only character we really like in this arc, which is El Diablo. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause El Diablo is like the only one who's not like a complete, like total piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. He's like the only one you can have a little bit of empathy for. Yeah. Cause Deadshot is like the protagonist, but he's just the worst. He's just a dick. Um, go ahead. I love King shark. Oh, like, that King shark is great. Say, actually. Yeah. He was great. It's just, he's he not was, used a lot. He's just a novelty. Really? Yeah. yeah. I would not hang out with King shark, but no, I love no. him. <laughs> I want him to be around in my team book though. That's for, yeah. So he fit oh, in. Yeah. I won't, I won't knock on team shark. It's just, it's not like he's the pivotal drive of the book. No, not at all. And then, Whereas uh, they try to make that dead shot, but that's not working. Yeah. Cause Deadshot, as we go through this is just like an uh, unredeemable piece of crap. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. I just don't like him at all. He's basically well, just a, a machine. <laughs> I'll combat that. So Deadshot, his entire being right now is his daughter. He wants to get back to his daughter. He wants to get free for his daughter. He wants to do everything that he can for his, his child. Right. Mm-hmm. He'll do anything that he has to, like he doesn't care about other people. He's, he was always an assassin like he doesn't care oh, about yeah. killing people but now his daughter's on the line so yeah no i mean that that i mean that part of it is fair like the the stakes that he shit. has yeah, yeah <laughs> they, they don't really like pull up the the whole like stakes much like i guess that's yeah. behind the scenes like that's something that is implied yeah. mm-hmm. but it's not something that we see like driving him and is like i feel like well, the, when waller tells him to do like to kill people it's just like fuck it boom yeah well and then do they uh, mention anything like is his daughter in trouble or like is her life in danger or is it just that he is in at risk he of wants to get back to her again yeah okay so, yeah so with the promise of freedom yeah so like yeah that just makes it more like that makes it more like easier to hate him because it's yeah. like it you know it's only him that wants it's his selfishness that's making mm-hmm. him be a dick also i think when he's getting tortured they're like oh maybe we'll go for your daughter and oh still- yeah true. that's a fair point too yeah fair um, but so they're all getting tortured and then the weird twist at the end of this issue, which I think in a vacuum is kind of a cool twist, but the way that they execute it is very like, I had a lot of questions in my head mm-hmm. because they're all getting tortured. And then once Savant gives them up, 
uh, they find out that it's all a ruse by Amanda Waller. It's an interview. Yeah, it's a, It's like Amanda Waller's trying to find out if they'll break under torture. Yeah. Which, I mean, like I said, in a vacuum, I think is a cool concept. But like then she literally like they're like, we need medical attention. And she's like, well, screw it and kicks them out of the plane. <laughs> like You got to go on your mission right now. <laughs> yeah, like literally like three minutes ago, Deadshot had an open cavity in his chest with rats playing around <laughs> it. Like, how is this guy even moving? Spider's like, I need the hospital. And she's like, whatever, you have a mission. Bye. <laughs> How am I supposed to do my ninja stuff if I have like these wooden clips in my hands? And then she drops them out of a, a plane. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly <laughs> what you want to do right after you've been tortured. Yeah, there's probably like a rat still in his dead shot's chest. <laughs> like, wait, I gotta pull this thing out first. <laughs> nope, I'm coming with up. you. <laughs> so, be, be like Doom Patrol, he turns out to be like the Deus Ex. Yeah, it's like a mind control rat. <laughs> <laughs> so this is where we'll start our basically our first Suicide Squad mission, which is uh, they're being parachuted into this like football stadium or the soccer arena, essentially. Yeah, it's like a superdome where uh, there's this like techno zombie virus, essentially, that's taken over yeah, and started to infect people. Zombie. Yeah. And so like Harley gets like excited. She's like, we're dealing with zombies. And then uh, Waller tells Deadshot like, yo, you have to kill everybody in there. Like mm -hmm. you're going to kill everybody. So he just starts like blasting. Away. And El Diablo's like, I'm just trying to find out what's going on. Why think, are you blasting? I think everyone? they even say like it's like 60,000 people. Yeah. And it's like, what? Yes, Waller's like, kill them all. <laughs> Got him. Yeah, and Diablo's like, well, all I have to do is ask him. We can figure out what's going on and like figure this out. And Deadshot's yeah. like, no, kaboom, boom. Well, okay, I'm going to go with Deadshot on this one because they were just raving zombies running around. Yeah, I mean, I, I although they do eventually find out that there is a cure. So I, I don't know how, how long they've known that. How long did Waller know that? Yeah, that did there could be a cure. Yeah, you, I feel like it's she, just kind of thrown out there later in this issue. Yeah, I don't know why she wouldn't mention that to him. Yeah, because they never bring up like, oh, we need to get this cure to the president's daughter. It's like there's nothing like that. Or, like, or there's like an outbreak somewhere else. Oh, or yeah. Some, well, they, they never say they that, never though. mention it. But I guess is. I guess it makes sense. You'd want the cure just in general in case. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I mean, you could also weaponize it. True. Uh, yeah. True. Waller would probably be up at mm -hmm. her alley. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know much about her, but you said she's like just evil as hell. Well, yeah, she's just like a government like agent of war, basically. Yeah. So uh, Amanda Waller is the baddest bitch in the DC universe. Oh, she's a lot of fun to read about. She's not <laughs> so, a role model. <laughs> no, God, not at all. But she um, she stands up to Batman constantly. She doesn't mm -hmm. she doesn't give a fuck. She will 100 percent screw anyone over to get what she needs and what she has to do. Um, she's a she is one of the most interesting characters like in the DC universe. Um, and so, you know how like most people are like, Oh yeah. Like I have a crush on wonder woman or Batman. Like, mm -hmm. I have, I like, like kind of have the hots for Amanda Waller. And <laughs> yeah. goodness. Something about the way she just stands up to everybody. Yeah. I kind of want to like, just means push business. Me, push me down or something. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dominatrix. <laughs> Her and Granny goodness. Those are my two. <laughs> that, that's fair. Bring the rats into the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Break out the torture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little unhinged because I'm not on my own. <laughs> not on my own. Oh, by all means, you're in the right place. Oh yeah. Um, but they do find they track down patient zero. And actually, before that, I want to point out there was actually one page which was almost like I was almost digging it. So mm -hmm. I, I actually screenshotted the page because I was like, I need to remember that this page happened. Oh yeah. Because there was like a part with El Diablo and, and Harley, which wasn't terrible. Where like El Diablo is yes. like I said, he's the one character who's like I like in this, where he's like I'm trying to be better, like you know criminals can reform which i'm like this is almost like a good message yeah exactly um like we're, we're stumbling into something which, good here which is kind of why he doesn't really fit 
in like the Suicide Squad. Like all of them are like no, but it does create a good message for the book almost. I mean, it's good for story, right? Yeah, exactly. But I don't know why Amanda would bring him. (laughs) Yeah, I doubt. So, I think it was in issue one where they talked about his backstory in the comic, where he was a gangster and he killed a like a whole family. He like burned a house down. I was gonna say I've yeah because over that yeah we we did because he was one of the ones when they were being tortured and he was chasing after some people who stole from him and Mm -hmm. accidentally killed their families because they were in the house. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, he killed yeah yeah women and children. Yeah, yeah. So he so he's got a lot of regrets about that and it's kind of like reformed like his moral kind of less like views on things. Yeah, which they stuck to pretty true to the movie too. Yeah, they did. They made it a lot more painful in the movie though. Oh yeah, Yeah, because it's his own family in the movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, but and on this page, like he's basically trying to tell Harley, like, you know, you're, like, you can be different. And she actually like has like this lucid moment where she's like, no, like I, I'm like smarter than people think I am. Like I'm here. Like I, I'm a doctor. Like you, like people just don't respect me. And yeah, he's yeah. like, well, why do you keep acting like a criminal mm-hmm. and like, you know, acting like this? And then she just kind of goes back to her. Act. Yeah. It's like almost a moment like where she could have gone towards that path of like her creative or her character arc where she'd get back on like the redemption but she just goes back yeah like crazy, that's the only moment like, yeah. hot clown um because because that at that moment i was like oh okay like maybe there's something like we're, we're unscratching here and for all i know we only read the first five issues so maybe they maybe they go into it later i haven't read the rest well i kind of skimmed uh the next like um arc or whatever like where there's a search for harley quinn or whatever okay and like that it looked like it was pretty interesting so i mean maybe that's where they yeah really so i haven't read it. that so just take that with a grain of salt yeah so they do track down patient zero um it's this woman uh, kind of at the far end of the stadium and she ends up transforming into like a, she's pregnant too yeah and so that's where um el diablo is like okay this is the line like where we can't like take this this person out because like she's pregnant like you mm-hmm. guys got to have some kind of like moral obligation here yep um, and then she morphs into a monster anyway. Yeah, it goes freaking Marshmallow Man. Uh, and so I guess that's when everyone else kind of is just like, oh, I get, I, it's a monster time. I guess we got to attack her now. <laughs> they all kind of they do their best, but then it ends up being King Shark who just bites her head off, which is yep. pretty, pretty fucking brutal. Because <laughs> um, you're like, holy shit, like what is happening just out here? of nowhere? And then the twist at the end is Deadshot pulls like grabs the baby mm-hmm. um, out of her like out of her uh, monster corpse section yeah and then he's like no the baby is here like the baby is the cure this is the mission and i'm like what what?" (laughs) like i can roll with that but i'm just like how do you know that already like this is the cure super intuitive i guess i mean because like i guess the baby's not infected so i guess you go with that yeah well i I mean are we making that assumption that it's not infected yeah he says that Uh, yeah um, so, I mean, I can, I can go with that logic, but it's just like, it seems, it almost seems like this is being like, and I, I can't say this for sure, but it almost seems like this is being like written on the fly a little bit where it's just like, now this is the mission. Yeah. It, it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but then what really comes out of nowhere is as soon as they have this baby, like there's like bounty hunters on them, like to get the baby, like within minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instantly. I think it's a couple weeks later, isn't it? No, it's on their way out of the stadium because they oh, have yeah, to yeah, yeah. lay low in the town she, uh, waller's like you have to lay low in town for three hours before evac can come yeah so they uh take out and oh, bef- and while this is happening uh deadshot also finds an opportunity to shoot uh Vol- i think his name is voltaic um oh, who's yeah, like yeah. a minor member of the suicide squad who's so minor we even forgot to mention him to this point <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so- he sh- he just pops him in his head. He's just like, all right, bye. We're yeah, gonna blame this on you. Yeah, exactly. Because he's like, well, if we're gonna blame this on someone, they're gonna expect a corpse. And Deadshot's like, yeah, boom. <laughs> they are. 
because if, if you're going in, because a lot of times I think people go into a Suicide Squad book expecting like a couple casualties really early. Yeah. So I think he was one of the ones you looked at and you were like, he's going to die. He's the <laughs> throwaway. So like I said, this bounty hunter comes in uh, who says he's been paid to grab the baby. This is like some some Mandalorian shit going on. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, and Deadshot's like, no, we got to protect this baby at all costs. And we got to like lay low in this town for three hours and escape. Mm-hmm. Um, Which, okay. It's, it's an arbitrary thing just to create action. <laughs> exactly, but, uh, three hours. Yeah. It's like, we can't get choppers in there. I'm like, okay. They go through this conflict and they wind up, uh, Harley Quinn ends up like gassing the room they're in. And creates like this flammable gas. Yeah. And like they're basically in a Mexican standoff where they're all aiming guns at each other. And Harley Quinn shows up and she's like, I ignited this gas in the room. Anyone fires a gun, it goes kaboom. Mm-hmm. And it's, <laughs> and, and then uh, it literally, and I'm like, okay, that's kind of interesting. Where's this going to go next? And then the next page, two hours later, and they're all like safely <laughs> in their base, like just getting their shit together. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> what just happened? Wait, was, was like, that? Was that moving forward or moving back? That was when, so that the bounty hunter shows up like to get the baby and they're all fighting and they end up like pointing guns at each other. And then Harley Quinn like shows up like off just on the side and she's like, hey, this room you're in is filled with explosive gas. Yeah. So if anyone shoots, it it goes kaboom. So Mm -hmm. then I guess we're implied to believe that the bounty hunter just let him go. Just a super clean resolution. Yeah. So I'm (laughs) guessing because they don't show it. But what I have to assume happened is Deadshot just like slowly backed away. Like, all right, we're going. No shooting or else we go kaboom. Yeah. They just went, well, but wouldn't they just like attack him with their fists then? Yeah, I don't know. Or do something or like follow him. Like they wouldn't just fuck off. Wasn't worth showing, I guess. It's two hours before. Two hours. Oh, it is two two hours hours before. Yeah, because they get dressed. They get their clothes and they have to make Harley Quinn super scantily clad. And oh yeah, so I'm confused. Then how do they get away from the bounty hunter? Just she fills it with the poison gas. So she fills it with gas from like they're in a diner. So they legit just walk out. And then that I guess that's my problem. Then is like if they just walk out, like couldn't well or couldn't once they left the building, isn't the fight back on? Well, don't they come to some kind of agreement? Yes, they're basically like nobody can shoot, and then they go outside. Yeah. Which and then um, what's his face does shoot. It's not yeah, so I, I guess the progression of that just confused me a little bit because they're kind of yeah, jumping the back issue and is, forth. The issue is very, very jumbled. Um, so I'm, I'm going like, what the fuck is happening? Here? <laughs> so that bounty hunter is Mad Dog, who is right. in Arrow. Um, oh, he is. OK, I wasn't yes. I wasn't familiar with that character. Yeah, he's um he's a vigilante in that. But. The best part of this issue as Mad Dog is running away after the diner explodes and they're ready to go. Um, Mad Dog runs into the woods by himself. And as he's running, he has like this cool like um, crosshair necklace around his neck. So he mm-hmm. has a cool symbol and he runs into King Shark, who has literally oh, just been yeah. roaming around the town by himself all day. eating chicken. Because yeah. <laughs> they mentioned that they're like, we have to lay low and they're all like putting on disguises like to try to blend in. And they're like, we don't couldn't have King Shark blend in. So we just told him to fuck off. In the woods. <laughs> yeah, I think. Oh, yeah. The guy, he's like eating chickens and someone's running away from him screaming, damn Sasquatch. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Wait. Um, so I feel like they all should have just gone to the woods. I know. Yeah, why not? Why not just actually lay low? Because so, King Shark was doing it right, right? Um, Mostly, Mad Dog runs into him, and he's he runs into him, and uh, Mad Dog looks up at him, and King Shark just goes, "Pretty necklace," 
<laughs> fast forward to them all like going to the helicopter and King Shark just appears out of the woods with a crosshair necklace on. And Deadshot's like, where did you get that? And King Shark oh, just right. says, found it. I like <laughs> that progression a lot. <laughs> oh, nonchalantly that he he ate him. And he took yep. his necklace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. King Shark does. That, that's a moment that I, I actually lost. That's a really good King Shark moment. Yeah, this is. Issue. Yeah. He's so, just, um, so he's, he's a, a standout simple man. <laughs> he is. He no, is simple is needs. He, is he a, uh, what's it, an Aqua, uh, Aquaman character? Yes. Uh, no, he, um, he is a Superboy bad guy. Really? Mm. Yeah. He's, I wasn't aware of He this. appeared in Superboy Zero in 1994. Hmm. I know this because for some reason, so I co-host my podcast with my brother. He just gets into this, the weirdest fucking comic series. Like he just read all of Booster Gold. Um, he was reading Superboy and he goes, did you know that King Shark is from this? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he, I got- he didn't really matter until the new 52. I think hmm. Gail Simone used him in the secret six. Ah, okay. And so it's he, like one of those cases where you bring back an old character and make them popular. Yeah, and then he was in oh fuck, he was an Aquaman sort of Atlantis, and <laughs> so Aquaman sort of Atlantis was after Arthur Curry, the the Aquaman everyone knows, quote unquote, died, changed into an octopus man. His, <laughs> I think it's his cousin. Get this. So you know how like when you have a legacy character, you give him like a new name and all that shit. Right. His cousin's name is Arthur. Jay Curry. His middle name is Jay. So it's Arthur Joseph Curry. <laughs> wow. There you go. King, King Shark guy. is his friend. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but King Shark is also, he does show up in the Harley Quinn cartoon as well. Oh, man, or is that a different? So that. that's, that's, that's the same shark guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think that's good. Ron Funches. Ron yeah. yeah. Oh, he's so good. <laughs> <laughs> so I just I kept picturing his voice as King Shark while reading this, which has made it even <laughs> yeah, funnier. That's yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> Oh, that's all right. Now I'm always going to re- read King Shark with that. <laughs> all right. So they get back to the chopper and like, like you said, uh, King Shark shows up with his necklace looking, looking like a boss. Uh, <laughs> and then out of the chopper comes another classic Suicide Squad member that we talked about earlier, Captain Boomerang. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's like, oh, I might. I've been put in charge. <laughs> that's my Captain Boomerang voice. It's not bad. <laughs> it's not good. Australia, oh, yes. Australian <laughs> accent's tough to get. Uh, but he's got a like a clicker of his own, and he's like, "I control brain bombs. Like I'm the leader of the team now." And mm-hmm. so that's like the twist is like now it's the boomerang team. Yep. Uh, and Deadshot's like, "We'll find out later." He's basically acting right here, but he's like, "What?" <laughs> yeah, you served. <laughs> so he's doing his best just to feign surprise. <laughs> uh, but their next mission is to attack this base known as Basilisk. We don't know the exact details yet. Uh, of why they're attacking that's going to be the twist at the end yep um but they're going in uh because it turns out the basilisk is the one who sent that uh bounty hunter after him to get the baby the uh, they break into this base and deadshot's like well we should really go in covertly because that's you know the smart way to do it that's like how we do missions and he's like no we're just going to walk in the front door and just kind of like walk in and be like what's yeah. up yeah it's like it's like the wild card <laughs> in video games it's like all right now we should do this stealthy and then if things get hairy then whatever we'll go we'll roll with it but it, he just goes in guns blazing yeah he, he's running the, the, the dual wield skyrim build <laughs> I just run in. <laughs> um, and then so he guns in, and of course, all the scientists are like, oh, our top secret research, they're coming for it. Let's all like do the cyanide pills. Mm-hmm. And then Deadshot's like, what did I fucking tell you, man? Yeah, the, the Hail Hydra. Yeah. And so, but they do save one scientist because El Diablo, because uh, he's like really upset about what's happening. It's like, if we had been yeah, stealthy, we could yeah, have saved all this these part people. came out of nowhere. 
Yeah, it's it's a cool use of his powers though. Like I like it. I don't mind him being like you know having these abilities. Yeah, so it looks like he's doing mouth to mouth like CPR, and then like it shows like a fire kind of like going inside her mouth, and then he's like, oh, I burn the toxins in her bloodstream. Like she, like mm-hmm. she'll live, but she needs medical attention. It's like I mean, all right, that's. Awesome. I, I think it's cool. Uh, Dan, do you have any yeah, more background cool. with it's... El Diablo? Has that always been a thing that he can do? Um, I have zero background for El Diablo. I was actually just watching the movie with my girlfriend, and she was like. Is that his powers? I ain't no fucking idea. <laughs> it, it seems like it. I mean, he, if he's got fire abilities, I'll, I'll just go with it. Because, I mean, I yeah. like the character. So if they're just going to give him more powers to make him useful and be in the story, I'm, I'm all for it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so he's, he is able to take the toxins out of her body and save her. So now they have her. And then Deadshot's like, okay, well, she can get us the information we need. Like, mission accomplished. Now, mm-hmm. now we can go. Uh, but then that's when the leader of Basilisk shows up. Her name is uh, Grey Laura. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I don't know who she is other than this arc. but Yeah, she was spooky. She was. She has like a monster mouth. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. How does that go back to normal? Is my big, my biggest concern. Yeah, I don't know. It's maybe like a clay face thing, or it just like yeah makes the shape of like a. That's like a venom thing, maybe more accurately. It's like it. Uh, but she shows up and she's like, "Yeah, I'm the ones who sent these assassins after you. Like, you're not taking what's mine." Mm. And uh, Deadshot then reveals the real reason why they came here, and he says he brings up this name out of nowhere. That's yeah, just and this is kind of it's. At, on the surface level, I think it's kind of a cool twist, but it shows like he, he brings up this name. Uh, and I don't know if this is set up from an old comic, but it, it's this woman who apparently was very important to her because she says he says like, oh, well, she's dead now. And I know who killed her. Mm-hmm. And Grey Lore is like, well, like if you know who killed this woman who is important to me, like you need to tell me. And he's mm-hmm. like, oh, it's Captain Boomerang right next to me. <laughs> and he's like, that's the whole mission. Yeah, it's like, uh, well, he knew her by a different name. Yeah. It's like, oh, because he was like a hit. He was hired to do. He's also a prick. So <laughs> the uh, but it's it's kind of a weird convoluted twist, though, because it's cool. Initially, you're like, oh, cool. Like, that's the reason Boomerang's here, because he tries to do his brain bomb clicky and it doesn't work. Oh, yeah. Like, it was just for show. Yep. Um, and Deadshot's like, yeah, did you think Waller was going to put you in charge? Like the whole mission was to bring you here and yeah, deliver yeah. you. So that way we could walk away with the scientist and we can both get what we want. Yeah, like, unless he had some kind of relationship with Waller or, like, he already had connections, like, that was a real big leap of faith to trust that he had control over those bombs. Well, and what my problem is, like, wouldn't it have been way easier just to, like, bring Captain Boomerang there in chains and just be like, here he is? I mean, (laughs) I mean, it's another gun for fighting. But they didn't need to fight anybody. Yeah, they had to fight. If they're they going fight there, the, like the, the soldiers. Oh yeah, I guess the they did. Men, there was the like kind assassin. of a mission skipped over you, yeah. right? And they blow up their facility. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but like the soldiers were just kind of standing there. Yeah, was boomerang necessary for that? I feel like they got it. Yeah, the only <laughs> the only soldier that did any type of like damage was a guy who suicide bombed himself. Yeah, but so I don't know if Captain Boomerang was vital for that to the point where you yeah. got to be like, let's let him off the leash a little bit just to get the job done. Yeah, like if if they're just gonna we need the guy who throws boomerangs. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so like, I mean, it makes the plot of the issue. So it's like, fine. But it's just yeah. like, if you think about it, you're like, there's way easier ways to do this. Yeah. Just especially if you're on a mission of peace here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you could have just knocked on the front door and be like, here's the thing here you want. <laughs> yeah. This is a whole thing. This whole, <laughs> this whole, uh, the, the new 52 is a lot, but the suicide squad was just, uh, cause it's like, you go from issue to issue and, and it's weird too. Cause the pacing. It's like they don't even like imply that there might be time in between these different missions they're doing. They straight up tell you like, no, there's no time. You need to keep doing missions. Well, I mean, it 
it kind of makes sense because they're on a time limit with the bomb. That part there. makes sense. But yeah. what doesn't make sense to me is it, I think uh, Adam Glass uh, forgot yeah. completely that he had had them all tortured in the first issue. No, and we yeah. haven't had even a single moment like other than like getting dressed to like recover yep. from that. Yeah. Um, but there's a part where Deadshot's standing in front of the mirror and um, he's like standing in front like shirtless and you see like his chest and he's perfectly fine. Yeah. And I'm like, he like looks totally fine. And I'm like, hunka, hunka. Wait, like I went back to the beginning and I was looking, I was like, did they have him on a weird like trip or a psychic like vision to make it I, seem I like did the same rats? exact thing because I was so confused. I was like, didn't all these people get tortured or like, did I miss something? This guy should be dead. Like, and it's just gone. Because <laughs> I, I reread it. I was like, were they in like a, a matrix virtual reality yeah. or were they like in the mind of a psychic or nope, something? There but, were like, rats. They were, no, they were actually being tortured mm -hmm. and Deadshot had a hole in his chest that rats were eating him. <laughs> <laughs> and later on, he's fine. Oh, it happens. So they get back to Bell Rev and uh, they've they pretty much accomplished their mission. They uh, well, Deadshot goes up to Waller and he's like, all right, we're done now. We accomplished the missions. We agreed to like take the brain bombs out of our head. Yeah. And Waller says, like, oh, well, actually, like, I don't have to do that. Like, technically, you're on the clock till I say you are. Mm -hmm. Like, the bell doesn't dismiss you. I dismiss you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Freaking teacher over here. Uh, and the stupidest, what, I, I hesitate to say the stupidest part in this comic, but it may be, <laughs> is where the uh, a guard who works for Waller, like, is take, he goes to take the brain bomb out of Harley. Yeah. And then she's like, what are you doing? Waller's like, what are you doing? You can't take the brain bombs out. I didn't give the order. Yeah, he deacts. And he's like, oops, sorry. <laughs> and and literally she goes the rest of the comic without the brain bomb and it's a huge plot point yeah so then yeah they separate harley could they just put the it back in or turn it back on yeah you could just flip it on no they they like isolate her they're like her brain bomb's not working we need to keep her extra secure I'm like, yeah. just put it back <laughs> uh i'm not a brain brain bomb doctor so i have no idea how it works <laughs> yeah i don't know <laughs> but this like bumbling idiot's just like what you didn't want him deactivated boss yeah like this wasn't a, an established character just some random lackey that comes out of nowhere yeah and, and it becomes like a central plot point i'm like yeah. this is just dumb oh god uh, a prison riot ends up happening that keeps them all on the clock because yep. waller's like no yo i need you guys to contain this prison riot that's while, happening while they have like 30 minutes left on their ticking bomb right so she's like you got to get the solve this prison riot in like 12 minutes yeah which again there's some issues some parts in this in this series that we read were like in a vacuum this would be a fun issue yeah but it's just like the plot points around it are adding up to me mm -hmm. so i'm like i'm having trouble figuring out how we got here yeah i'm having trouble like <laughs> keeping stock um so so like they have 12 minutes to stop the prison right i'm like okay i'm going with it now like this is a fun conflict oh uh we see el diablo's like full power here yeah, we do because he's the one who actually comes in the clutch the most. Because a lot of the uh, the members actually get taken down during this prison riot. Yeah. Okay. We got to talk about King Shark and Yo Yo. Oh yeah, we didn't introduce <laughs> Yo Yo. He, he kind of gets added in side member to this crew. <laughs> yeah, this was a weird character. Yeah, I don't. It's hard to tell exactly what his powers are, but he's kind of like a Mister Fantastic sort of. He's stretchy. like Mister Fantastic, yeah. but all he can do is just stretch big and small. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he he kind of just like uh kind of like a puffer fish where he just kind of yeah blows that's up a good and... yeah that's a great uh because waller gives them the command she's you need like if you need to you know you can kill these prisoners like contain the riot mm -hmm. and so deadshot just starts blasting just blasting and uh so it's, the, it's blasting. the frank beam so i start blasting. <laughs> right <yep. laughs> does a full frank reynolds and uh we see that amanda waller is actually using um using yo-yo as her eyes and ears in the yeah. prison riot and so he's kind of like going through like as like a camera and he finds king shark's cell yeah i was gonna I, I forgot to ask this too do we know what happened to king shark in those last two issues because like there's a sequence at the end of four i think where he's kind of like 
getting all weird and like it seems like he's getting like disoriented he just starts like speaking gibberish and then in this issue he's just like standing in the sewer just like staring i think at that's the just wall. them kind of saying like he's like still largely a part animal like he just lets he just like breaks off has the these animalistic mode. like moments where he's just like oh and it it kind of seemed like they're implying that like he was either like infected or something oh well they him. are infected with that zombie virus thing oh still. king shark was or was it? I mean, it might have just been Deadshot. It was just Deadshot. Yeah, maybe they were implying that King. But Shark that's why was I also, saw King Shark yeah. was getting all weird because then, because then immediately as oh, that's happens, a fair point. Yeah, yeah, Yo Yo goes skinny, goes down the grate. He's like, Yo, King Shark, like, what's going on, bud? Like, we gotta contain this riot. <laughs> and then the best part is King Shark just eats him, <laughs> just takes a chomp right into his freaking skull. I'm like, gone. Oh, there goes Yo Yo. <laughs> like, there's, there's, yeah, there's a panel where it's uh, just a silhouette of King Shark, and you just see Yo Yo's tiny little skinny legs flailing in his mouth. Oh yeah, it's not good. <laughs> It's like uh, rough. Is King Shark a shark that became a humanoid, or is it a human that became a shark? It's a good. Question. I had to assume the. I the think latter. he's. I th I think. But he's the former a is infinitely more interesting. I think he's a shark that became a, a human. I hope that's true because like, I think that's way more interesting. Yeah. Because I would love a story about a shark who has to learn how to be a human. <laughs> right. As opposed to vice versa. Although that I feel like it's gotta be a human that became a shark because if it's just a shark that became a human, like what would his motivations be? Uh I don't know. <laughs> find blood, eat fish. <laughs> when he when he bites the guy who's trying to torture him in the first episode, he just uh, the first episode, the first issue, he just goes, Meat, meat. Yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah, it's like no. what a shark would think, yeah. Yeah, there are a lot of panels where he's just like blood, blood, meat. It's like, uh, okay, bud. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so Yo-Yo's dead. Yeah, he's rip, gone, he's rip gone. and rip Yo-Yo. <laughs> Big ups. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know if it's a shark that became a man. Oh, you trying to research that? <laughs> I hope I, you find the an answer. I really that. do want to know now too. <laughs> I'm gonna figure it out. I texted Jake to see if he knows. He okay. Well. Does. We'll see if we can get an answer on that. I'd be really curious yeah. to find out. <laughs> we'll figure it out. But what I the, the killer part of this too is like we find like later in the issue, Amanda says like we're trying to figure out what caused the riot. Like we still don't know. And I'm no, sitting yeah. here reading the comic, and I'm like, I can tell you. I told you like a million pages ago. <laughs> it's hard because you didn't put Harley Quinn's brain bomb back in. Yeah. You guys are so dumb. Yeah, she did that pretty like speedy. Yeah, we don't see exactly what she did, but we're told that Harley Quinn causes the prison riot, yeah. which is kind of what I expected. I mean, and I can buy it. Like, sure, you, I'll roll with it. It's probably pretty easy to start a prison riot in a meta-human prison. You just gotta oh, let yeah. like one guy. Loose. and he's like oh i'm i'm bulldozer man let's go <laughs> uh everything else is irrelevant 100 king shark was a shark who is also a man okay that uh, is confirmed and i am extremely thrilled that that's the answer <laughs> wraith is listed as shark okay. so he was nice. born, uh, his name is nanu he is a humanoid shark his father is quote the king of all sharks quote interesting also known as the shark god Wow. Okay. Um, so wait. So his, his like shark name is Nanu. Yeah. Like okay. He, yeah. That's his his real. That's his real name. Right. Yeah. His I alias is King Shark. Um, right. That's his supervillain name. Right. It's also implied that he was one of the wild men who's from Kamandi. Oh. Okay. Interesting. That's like yeah. an old school comic. Oh. Yes. Okay. So Kamandi's a Jack Kirby character. Pretty much his world is filled with animals who are people. So imagine uh, Planet of the Apes, but there's also shark people. We didn't really like those issues. I mean, there were a yeah. couple things that worked, like El Diablo yeah, and King Shark. And there, yeah, there was a couple setups where it's like you're setting up like a fun bit of action here. Mm -hmm. But it's like you don't have enough working around it for me to like get invested, you know? Yeah, exactly. 
Um, but with, so I guess the next arc is kind of setting up for like Harley Quinn on the run and the Suicide Squad's out to get her, which could be fun. But you, I, I've already read more of this than I intend to. That's the book. We didn't oh, like it. Way. Moving on. Okay, <clears throat> so we, we've got a lot of setup for this um, movie. Let me let me just start off with a little reading of something, please. <clears throat> Biggest boss, and I've been the Trillis. I'm a bigger problem when I click with Skrillex. Murder on my mind. It's time to pray to God. My revolver is not religious. The revolution's barn. You want to know my name? Then go and tell the Sarge. You want to know my gang? Suicide Squad. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> that last That's... one kills me. And you want to know my gang? Close to rhyming. <laughs> Oh Let's fucking talk about Suicide Squad. Was that the Rick Wass? Uh, the Rick Wass. Rick Wass. <laughs> the baby version. Was that that one or was that the the, the uh, Wiz Khalifa one? No, that's um, Sucker for Pain. I think. Yeah, I oh. think I think that maybe the was the uh, the Little Wayne song that has the lyric "Print out my lyrics and have a fucking read along." I love that. <laughs> I love that's, that line. Yeah, we will. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. All right, so. Let me set the stage for Suicide Squad. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Paul was telling me that you're going to like actually make a case for it. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> I will make a case for it. So, <laughs> Suicide Squad came on the heels of Batman versus Superman. I will be completely open and honest and say I'm a huge Batman versus Superman fan. Love okay. the movie, love the soundtrack. Maybe one of my most listened to soundtracks of all time. Oh, I, I think that, that's definitely fair. Is that Hans Zimmer? Yeah, the Zim. Nice. So, and he did that great Legend. Wonder Woman yeah. theme in that movie, too. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. So that movie was met with critical disdain. Oh, yeah. So WB was scrambling after they had already edited um, whatever Snyder was trying to do. And God, then they decided the to Snyder, give... The Snyder Cut? No, 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 that one. The director's cut for Super, Batman vs. Superman did come out. I'm, oh, okay. I'm, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, we don't want, need to get into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't want anyone coming after you. Um, <laughs> so, they. I, if I'm wrong, you are more than welcome to at me on Twitter and correct me. But I'm pretty sure they gave this movie to be edited by a trailer house. I I pulled that same amount of information when I was yeah, researching I mean, this as well. Because what actually what I read was that there were different cuts of the movie yeah. and that they had a vote. And then the one that won, like the one that was had the best reception from their test audiences was this one that was edited by a trailer company. And that's the movie we we all saw. Well, yeah, they were they were scared and it yeah. really ruined yeah. the, the, the next movie. No, Wonder, <laughs> Wonder Woman was next. Wonder Woman was OK. And then that's, I like then and then and um, then Justice League. <laughs> so. Go going into Suicide Squad, I'm not thinking about it as a superhero movie that is exists in a larger universe. Mm. I want you to think about suicide squad. Like you would think about the expendables. Okay. Just like an action movie in general. It's just, it's just an action movie. Like you're right. going into this to see explosions, to see cool fights, to hear okay. funny quips, have a banging soundtrack, some cool character. Like the character work in this movie is so fucking good. All of the characters are so interesting, but the story doesn't have the the zest to keep up with it. There is no story. 
That's what I was going to ask you is like, cause I mean, I think my, cause my pro I kind of agree with most of what you said there. The characters work a lot. It's just my, my problems with it mainly lie in the plot itself. So I guess, yeah, with like what you're saying, if, if you don't story. invest too much in that in mm -hmm. one particular, yep. you know, Avenue. So yeah, it's there. Every piece of this movie should make something good, but none mm -hmm. of it ever it's all right. Say I came to your house with a box, like a, box full of puzzle pieces and I dumped it on the floor. You're like going through the puzzle pieces and you're like, oh, this one has a little kitten on it, but this one's actually just ra a razor blade. Um, <laughs> you can't put that puzzle. Yeah, you can't put those pieces together. You can't because it's the, you don't have all the pieces for the cute little kitten picture because there's a couple of razor blades thrown in there. Mm -hmm. And that razor blade is Jared Leto. Um, <laughs> he's not going to hurt you, though. He's not going to kill it. He's just going to uh, make it hurt real bad. Oh, yeah. Just going to make it hurt real, real bad. Oh, God. Unless you're a hunk of hunk of. Yeah. Yeah. Hunk of hunk of. Uh, I can't. I really. All right. I kind of. <laughs> I. All right. I. When I saw this initially, I was like, okay, I can see that Joker fitting into this universe. Like, I could see Ben Affleck beat the fucking shit out of him. That I would love to see that. <laughs> but. Then I watched it again this time, and I'm like, wow, this sucks. Like, yeah, they could have cut that entire Joker storyline and made a better movie. Oh, yep. sincerely, they oh, could have, yeah. Because at the end, it's not like he really matters for what happens. I mean, yeah. I, I guess technically at the end, he frees Harley Quinn, but that is like an end, that's like an after credits kind of exactly. plot development. Yeah, oh, man, the after credits. Um, so <laughs> going into this, I'll, let me set up the world. At the end of Batman versus Superman, spoilers if you haven't seen fucking batman versus superman just do it mm -hmm. um, superman dies yeah and the world's just learning about what metahumans are there's aliens people are like oh shit the world is a little bit different than what we realize and superman was this beacon of hope even if they don't really show that too much like people look up to him people he is there well, he's I can got, go with that. Yeah. yeah, he's got. You don't have he, to sell me on that one. No. Yeah, I meant to the listeners because it's right. I'm just mean for the, yeah. the film creator. Like he can just go yeah. with that. Yeah. So selling that to an audience, and then we now live in a world without Superman. So the light is gone, and we need something to fight back the darkness that's on the edge of the universe. Mm. The um. The, I, think, I think she has a line too that says like if Superman were to come and rip the you know the the roof off the White House who would stop him? So I think they're yeah. kind of concerned that there's a, these threats that they don't understand that they don't have a way to handle. Mm -hmm. And that's where we get the Suicide Squad. Yep. So <laughs> the, yeah, because the way that this movie opens up is essentially a large, maybe a larger portion of the movie than it should be is just kind of uh, sequenced character intros. Um, this is kind of what I mean when you can kind of see a little bit of where this is edited that's, by a trailer company. Yeah, that's where it comes out. Because those are the best parts. They're beautiful. Like they're so they're this movie has such style to it. It that does. It does. Wasted. It's you can't just, take that away, yeah. The face tattoos are just a mess. Yeah, that's there's, it's bad. There's like this big category of like, oh, all of these aesthetics are fucking awesome. And then you're like, wait, what the fuck? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see him and you see Joker and you want to jump out a window. He'll have like all his tattoos like surrounded by knives that he clearly like placed out for himself. <laughs> yeah. Um somebody at some point, I think they're talking to El Diablo. Oh, I think it's Harley Quinn. She says, What's that on your face? Does it wash off? And I was like, that's a pretty good quote for this movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a good tagline. Well, and in the comics, I don't think 
mentioned it, but in the comics, whenever he has like a flare up or like he uses his uh, fire powers, his tattoos like burn away, like they burn off. And like it, he's like clear for of like mm-hmm. I, I, they never really. I think you can take a leave. They that. don't specify the time. Yeah, but like they they come back eventually. But like they yeah that didn't come up in the movie at all. Yeah, like, I think you can take a leave that. I feel like I it should have because it would have saved them a little bit of bad tattoo looking time. Um, but yeah, so these character intros come and like like you said, I mean they're they have like a good song kind of fit for each person. Um, but it, I think when you use them all in a row like that, I feel like by the time I get to Fortunate Son, I'm like, oh okay, we're kind of doing a thing here. Yeah, yeah going I, to Vietnam. <laughs> yeah, I felt like it was, I was just watching a series of like different music videos. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like you can have a moment like that where a known song kicks in and you're like, oh, cool. Like, this is going to be a cool sequence. Oh, you can. But I think you exhaust that after like the third or fourth one. Oh, yeah, no, I'm completely fine with using like famous songs and movie. Like, that's some of my favorite movie moments. I just but... think if you use like four different ones in a row, you're kind of like using up that cool moment of like surprise and being like, oh, okay, this is a cool thing. Even more amplified when you have a select few songs that are created specifically for the movie, and then you bring in like Slipping into Darkness by War, which is an amazing song, and then like Fortunate Son. It's like it just feels out of place. It, yeah, it would have been great as a television series. I was yeah, that'd be perfect that. for sure because th- those are all like really good opens or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that would that would be a much better structure. I I don't. After watching it again, I don't think I hate it. I don't. I liked it, it more on the rewatch. I still don't yeah. think I like it. I liked it. I found more things that I liked about it. Yeah. It was entertaining. It, yeah. I don't think it's a horrible movie. It's very entertaining. And that's sometimes the point of a movie. Because it starts out a large portion of this opening of the movie is like we said, montages of their origin. So we see uh, pretty a really pretty good Deadshot sequence where they're introducing Deadshot and he's doing a hit uh, on just kind of like, a, I think it's, it's a senator or something it's like that. Kind of ambassador. Yeah. Um, but he's got messages on the phone and he's like, hey, I don't have the money yet. Like, wire me the money. Mm-hmm. And he's like late to do it. He's like, no, I need to see it in my account right now. Yeah, It's like, you'll get it when it's when the hit's done. It's like, no, that's not how it works. Now you owe me double. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. And so it's a, it's a cool sequence. I'm like, OK, th- th- like you're selling me on this dead shot. And he's oh, even yeah. got the mask and it looks awesome. Yeah. For as much like before I saw the movie, I remember when the movie came out, people I feel like we're giving Will Smith a lot of shit. That, like he was not good in it, but I actually kind of liked him as Deadshot. I didn't have a problem oh, yeah. with him as Deadshot. I thought he was pretty good. He has a couple lines that are like not great, but that's not his fault. No, like he sold the lines he's given. Oh yeah, but his his sequence is really cool because we actually see Batman, like yeah. Ben Affleck Batman, yep. who uh, is the one who apprehends him, and he's like, "You're gonna do this like in front of my daughter," and he's like, "Well, like you're a criminal. Like this <laughs> is what you get." Yep. All right, so got to chime in here because yeah. this is this is I'm gonna say it's probably a couple times. This is my favorite scene in the movie because. Him walking down the alley and Batman coming down behind him is the single most Batman-y scene in, like, any movie. Oh, like, I that agree. Is straight Batman, like, his cape opened up and he, like, it was so intimidating. And you're like, you, I went into the movie not knowing that Batman was going to be in it. I could have expected it, but, like, seeing that was, like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, Batman has a lot of, like, or he's only in two scenes, I guess, but his two scenes are really the good. The chase scene, too. Well, yeah. the Batman. Yeah. Like, like he doesn't like say or do a lot, but he's just being like cool, visually like appealing bat, like what you expect he's from Batman. like Batman yeah. to do. Yeah, it's awesome. I love Batfleck. I'm, I, I'm super excited for uh, Battinson, but I'm always gonna be a Batfleck guy just because I like my Batman thick. I'm a thick. <laughs> hey, <laughs> little dummy, you got to be thick to push around the bad guys. Oh yeah, yeah. He is very thick. Love him. <laughs> And so we get these uh, sporadic scenes of the Joker throughout this, too, because we, we get a couple just because they're going about to 
Harley Quinn as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but so we get another like a, a intro of Harley first, where she's like kind of just doing gymnastics around the cell. With, yeah. Which looks pretty cool. cool visual. Yeah. Yeah, and they're like, well, she's taking out like a like a bunch of guards like this week. I don't want to be the next one to go in. Mm -hmm. Um, and then we get a flashback of her with Joker when she got apprehended. And oh, it's just. There's one scene in particular with the Joker in a nightclub, which is just really bad with common. <laughs> Literally sitting at a booth with like, he has a cane. It's like a pimp cane. Yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I can't. And, even and he's it. like sitting in there and like, uh, common comes in playing like another crime boss. And that he's was like, common. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. I, didn't even, I didn't even notice that. <laughs> I think he was tattoo man. Yeah. Oh, was he supposed to be tattoo man? I didn't realize yeah. that. Okay. That's, that's why. Cause yeah, he was real tatted up. I mean, everyone was tattoo man in this movie. Oh Yeah. <laughs> He, that's com that's common's motivation for this movie is like everyone's taking my thing i'm tattoo man <laughs> what is what is joker say? oh he's like um the fire in my oh wait yeah the fire in my loins the itch in my crotch and i'm like oh shut no shut the fuck up joker you fucking itch in your crotch bitch. is that an std joke yeah, I have no idea. I, oh. my, the biggest thing to take out of this movie is that he has a full mouth of steel teeth. Grills. A grill, and, yeah. yeah. You could think of them as a grill, but I want you to think of them as teeth he had to get replaced because Batman punched them in. Yeah, it's like Jaws from James yeah. Bond. Yeah. See, that's infinitely cooler. Yeah, I feel like we should have seen that then. So... There is so – God. <laughs> the biggest thing about Snyder is there's so many cool things you don't see. You're just told. and Yeah. Like, or even implied without yeah. being told. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the, and there's kind of – like, and, like, that's when Batman shows up. So we actually get kind of an okay sequence there where even though he's going in his purple Lamborghini, as Rick Ross would say. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that music video. <laughs> Hold on. Like, been, let's pause this discussion. Show. Hold on pause this discussion of the book and okay. talk about that music video uh, please yeah he's in that music video longer than he's in the movie that I, might be fair <laughs> i would bet money on that because they didn't cut him out of any parts in the music video they just probably went straight to print <laughs> or, or straight to the final cut oh, yeah. in the movie they just trimmed down every scene with him they're like <laughs> oh he said some offensive stuff and this can't use this i, know, I remember <laughs> that was an argument it was like jared leto had said that a lot of his time was cut from the movie and people were like oh like it would have been so much better it's like would it have what movie were you watching <laughs> i don't think that movie needed more joker but yeah so he's this music video is amazing because i watched okay. it just before we recorded so he's in three minutes more of the movie than he is in the music video oh that's way too close though that's too close yeah <laughs> seven minutes and 20 seconds oh, man. oh my god because the music video i just watched it so this is fresh he's like what rick ross is like doing like a kind of like a concert at this like local kind of like underground club yeah and uh joker walks in and like he's just kind of walking around as the goes on twirling his cane mead mugging like every person he can he'll just like go in their face and like stare at them like he's doing like the larry david like stare down yeah and then he just like does like a laugh and then he just keeps going he'll go and mead mug the next guy ah <laughs> uh, uh. Uh. <laughs> except it's worse because you can't even hear it, so it's just yeah. like him like doing like a silent laugh yep. and then of course rick ross gets off the stage and he's the one person who stands up to the joker and he's like hey, what's up now joker and, jo <laughs> and joker just like he, he like pats him he's like yeah we're, we're kindred spirits we're <laughs> <laughs> what is better if they just it. kissed uh, <laughs> i would have right? taken that ending yeah oh yeah <laughs> i ship it yeah i don't think rick ross would have been on board for that jared leto yeah. definitely would have but the uh the, the rest of the music video is just them standing on a boat going around the, like a river 
like just oh, yeah. looking at stuff. That it's literally just your tip. Your it's like cliche it, yacht scene. It's just like Rick Ross, the Joker, and Skrillex standing, <laughs> and standing Skrillex. on a boat. <laughs> Skrillex looks so out of place. It's just staring at things. <laughs> oh, it's just like a normal Tuesday for all of them. Uh, <laughs> and occasionally, Joker will take out his gun and just kind of look at it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got this. <laughs> and I'm like, where are they going? What are they doing? They're just chilling. <laughs> it's Thanks. just boys' night out. <laughs> Thanks Rick, for letting me be in your music video. <laughs> <laughs> Rick Ross turns around. He's like, "You're driving too fast. I can't look cool. Slow down." <laughs> he stops the boat, and like the Joker falls off into the water. <laughs> oh no! Help! Help! Give him the life! Give him the lifeboat. <laughs> so yeah, definitely. If you haven't seen that music video, pause oh, this yeah. podcast and go watch Great. that. Please. Honestly, just listen to the soundtrack. The soundtrack's awesome the soundtrack is a lot better than i was expecting it to because i went in going like okay it's just a suicide Although, squad soundtrack okay. but like there there's some some gems but i will say this if i ever hear that 21 pilot song again i might end my life <laughs> I <go to> you. <laughs> like i remember when they came out i was like okay like it's oh, catchy yeah. like i like whatever like it's not terrible and then i heard it probably close to a billion times <laughs> and now i hate oh, yeah. it oh god i hate that song there's some oh, good yeah. songs. I like the the Rick or not the Rick Ross one that we just talked about. Action I like Bronson. the Action, Action Bronson. Bronson yeah, yep, that one's pretty good. Dude, I even I saved saw you. I have saved a line. He literally has a line in that song that's I use milfhunter.com to ease the pain. <laughs> and, I, and I was like, I was like, dude, I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> that's straight up. That's a line from the song. Milf Hunter's like, thanks for the call. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. We made it a Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> Our dreams are achieved. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Killer Croc wears like a Pornhub t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. There we go. So we, we've got most of our character intros. We get kind of our scene of El Diablo, which we like. We we kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, but it's a little bit different because he actually kills his whole family too. Yeah, which I think he might even mention that to us later. But yeah, he does. Well, he t when he's telling everyone, and he, then, like, yeah, he reveals that part later. But he's yeah. taking a vow of like pa a pacifism, basically, mm -hmm. and he's like, "I'm not raising." He has a good line right, too, where he's like, "You know, I'll die in peace before I raise my fists again." I'm like, "Okay, I'm, I like this version yeah, yeah. of the character. Like they're doing pretty much what they did in the comic." Mm -hmm. One character who I actually really liked on the rewatch was Enchantress. Oh yeah, she was just because it, it's everything about her just looks awesome. Yeah, her design is amazing, and I, I really just have an affinity for just like magic based characters in general too. Mm -hmm. So I fucking hate magic, and I hate her. <laughs> All right, so we got two sides Ooh. of it. I like this, but like, you don't think the transformation is dope looking? I think that's really so cool. The coolest scene with the Enchantress is when her hand comes under her other hand. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yes, yes, yes. That's yes. that's what sold me. That was a great. That scene was bitching, that. but I, the whole fucking magic. Well, her whole conflict is not fun. No, but like her, her introduction, I, I kind of like the idea of blackmailing like an ancient witch. I think that's kind of a cool take. Yeah, yeah. Middle is a badass bitch, mm -hmm. but it's it's a bad plan though. Yeah, I just fucking hate Enchantress in general. I I come into these movies and I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this character. So the Enchantress goes loose. The she's trying to free her brother, so I guess they can bring about the return of the gods. So yeah. Amanda Waller sends in the the um they gather together they get all their tools together and they fly in they get shot down by something and that's yeah. one thing that kind of confused me on the rewatch is there's par multiple parts where they're fighting people with guns and i don't really know who they're fighting <laughs> yeah because oh the, the slime monsters do the slime monsters have guns is that confirmed yeah well, some I, of them i don't do. think we ever see them I holding they, guns i think like they were or was it a thing where like 
there were soldiers and then they got like zombies. They were. Champions. Yeah, no, that's definitely what it was. Okay. But it's, it confused me at first because I thought it was the Joker. And I'm like, wait, oh, what just happened? Well, and then he pops out yeah. later. Well, they, they all survived the, the plane crash or the helicopter crash. Yeah, and they're, they're like, yeah. And, the, and so they're going through. And this is where we get kind of this is where it starts becoming a little bit more fun because we're going through like them just being a team going through doing action yeah, and stuff. At, at some point, uh, what's who's the samurai girl? Uh, Katana. Katana shows up. Um, yeah, she's okay. showing up at this point, right? Yeah, another thing that wouldn't need to be in the movie is Katana. Yeah, she was kind of random. Yeah, it, it, if you're because that's the thing is if you're gonna have certain characters that you want to include in this movie in here, do something with them, or just don't do it, or hold on to it, you know, do it later. Yeah, because like I think the same thing happens with Killer Croc too. Or I don't think he has a role to play in this movie, but even though he looks amazing, okay, so I Killer see. Croc has like five lines, but his lines are awesome. I, I like I like a few of his lines. I it works and like yeah. like his uh, role at the end of the movie is just to toss the dynamite. <laughs> yeah. A little uh, I don't know, I kind of felt weird about his caricature, but yeah, I, I I don't know if I was the biggest fan either. Yeah, it's a, it, it seems a little uh it uh what's the thing called that when you're afraid of like a lot of tiny holes and circles? Agoraphobia? No, no that's not it's, it. That's it's like, it's like spaces. Trip, tryptophobia. Thing. yeah it's i know like, it's a, it's a yeah mirror. yeah it's like that's I, I was getting that a little bit like looking at him oh like, really like i don't have that yeah like, like uh excessively but like every now and then a few times like, like you stare too long it'll at killer get to Croc, me, yeah. like with some things but most things i'm good but yeah the, that kind of creeped me out with him but it's like yeah it's just he's like and he doesn't even have that many like action scenes mm -hmm. like it's like i don't know what his role in this movie was yeah literally the only cool action scenes with him was when he was like killing guards when they were trying to like subdue him <laughs> when yeah, they like going yeah, into his, like okay. his like pool cage and they like she starts ripping them apart um but so they're going through and one part of the, and this is what i mean when i say like the plot progression has some problems because they spend a lot of time fighting their way up this building yeah and they're like we need to rescue like the package that's at the top of this building let's go and they get to the top of the building and it's amanda waller's office so i'm confused as to what the progression of that is did amanda waller because she was there with the squad when they launched out i believe i thought that's what i No, thought she was on an ipad Oh, was she? Oh, okay. Because yeah. Rick Flag goes, "Here's the face of God," and oh, right, you're right. So um, does does she? Is she basically sending the squad Rick? to rescue her? Uh, who we don't need to mention. Yeah. Rick. Who gives a shit? <laughs> um, yeah. Rick is nobody's favorite character. Yeah, he. No. The only reason he's there is because he has a relationship with uh, what's the girl? The Enchantress. Name? Yeah, well, Enchant whatever the female. Uh, June Moon. Is. June Moon. Yeah. yeah. June Moon. Really? That's it. I think it's June think Moon. It's, it's an old DC name. What do you Ooh. expect? Okay. <laughs> All about the alliteration. Um, <laughs> where were where, where were we? Where well, uh, where they were going to Amanda Waller fight? The time. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they so, show up at her office. No fucking idea why she's in Midway City. First off, but when they get to her <laughs> and they get her, she's like leaving the office and she just fucking kills everyone in the room. That yeah. was an interesting. Yeah, I was I, like, damn, Amanda, you fucking well, angry. That, that was in the yep. comic too. Yeah, yeah, where she, where she like need to know like burn after reading kind of yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. you guys forgot to talk about Slipknot, the best character. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> really how could we forget? <laughs> how could we forget the last second addition to the team who definitely won't die? Yeah, like by the way, here's Slipknot. I'm like, well, why didn't he get a song? <laughs> <laughs> why didn't he get a Slipknot song? Yeah, yeah, right. Is it so, people so, equal so, shit. So. I would have been on board with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, my I love that. Captain Boomerang is walking next to him. He's like, oh, you, pff, "These fucking bombs aren't real. I don't believe it. You should, you should, you should try to get away." <laughs> and then he does it. He gets his head Bet blown you off. <laughs> and it's Boomerang's like, like "All right, 
<laughs> He's like, well, now that I know for I'll sure. I'll give it a shot. Someone's <laughs> going to try. Kaboom. <laughs> the guy who can climb anything is gone. That really helped to getting up this tower. Yeah, right. That's also another problem I have with this being in a bigger universe. You know they're not going to kill Harley Quinn. You know they're not going to kill Deadshot. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's no stakes. Yeah. And well, that's the problem when you introduce a character like that last second is like, you're like, yeah. you're the one who dies. Yep. Yeah. You're the throwaway. So like we said, Waller kills everybody and they, they go out. So they, they're st they still haven't fought, actually fought their way to Enchantress yet. Cause yeah. I guess Waller was sending the squad to rescue herself first. Yeah. It seemed that way. Um, yeah. but the weirder part is that when the Enchantress goes free, this is my part that confused me. So damn, maybe you can help me on this. But when the Enchantress goes free, the whole reason she had the Enchantress under her control is cause she had the, her the heart, heart. Yeah. Which mm -hmm. as soon as the Enchantress goes free, she like goes stabby on it. Yeah. It. But then like, all it takes is her brother to just be like, here you go. And yeah. she's like still fine. Yeah, here's like so, the safeguard. I think, uh, don't, don't admit to this. I'm pretty sure the brother was a last minute addition. Originally, it was supposed to be a mother box. It was supposed mm. to oh, be. Oh, to set up Suicide Squad, maybe? To set up, yeah. Or, I mean, bring, Justice League, yeah. Justice League, to bring in Steppenwolf. Because there's, David Ayer has posted pictures since, like Snyder does all the time, um, of like what it would have looked like if Steppenwolf had been summoned there. So Interesting. Not, I think they cut together what they could and just left logic out of it. Yeah. yeah, this created the brother be like, all right, she he heals him. Now we we fix that that bridge. <laughs> just move on. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so and, the enchantress yeah. is fine. Um, they kind of just walk around the city. Joker, Joker comes in and so they're about to evac Waller, but then turns out the Joker has taken it. He's taking the helicopter. Oh, yeah. I forget. Yeah. But Joker has his uh, escape attempt here where he comes in the back of his like uh, Halo Pelican. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and you've uh, <laughs> <laughs> get in, chief. <laughs> and uh, he's able to deactivate Harley's brain bomb. And she just kind of walks, you know, through the fire, like in to get in the in the car. And through it up to this point, like she told Deadshot, like, hey, the Joker is about to rescue me. And Deadshot's like, oh, we stick together. Right. Like, we'll all get free. And yeah. she's like, yeah, of course. We're friends. Yeah. And uh, but then later, like at that point, she's pretty much just ditching him, being like, "All right, well, later, like my boyfriend's here. Yep. Um, like this is my ride." And so TTYL. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and so this is the part that kind of I was having a hard time believing, at least, uh, where Waller notices that Harley's about to escape, and she goes to Deadshot, and you're like, "Hey, Harley's about to escape. Like, shoot her, and you get everything you want. You get your daughter. You go free. Like, you're done. You're off the hook." Yep. And he like. Doesn't, doesn't do it. He purposely misses. In the comic, you wouldn't have even thought about it. Yeah, I, I think that even the way they're pitching his character in this movie, I have a hard time believing that he wouldn't do that. I mean, unless they're making this like unless, all unless he's going to be like, yeah, and I guess they're really unless they're really trying to push the hero angle for him. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, I mean, if that's the way that that decision, that's definitely. But what even earlier do. in the movie, he's like, "Listen, Harley, I'll beat the crap out of you. I don't care." Yeah, it's like I'll so. It's do like it doesn't it seem takes. like they're that close. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't read super well. Like I, I feel like he feels bad for her because he is nice to her through this, and he kind yeah. of understands that Joker is not a good part. Like Joker is bad. Like right. we all get that, but he sort of, which gets yeah, gets it. Yeah, which would 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 have been cool is if he would have just sniped the Joker in the freaking face right there. But yeah, so I just have a hard time believing because that's like his whole character motivation right yeah. there, isn't it? Like Pretty much. that's everything yeah. he wants. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a hard time believing he wouldn't just be like, all right, fuck it. You guys yeah. deal with Enchantress. I'm Odie. Like, even if he has, like, compassion for Harley, it'd be like, well, it's my daughter or Harley. Like, sorry, Harley. Like, I respect you, but this is how it is. Although the one thing I, I'm just thinking of this now, that maybe the one ways, the one way you could explain it is he just doesn't believe Waller. That too, yeah. Yeah, he's like, if I kill her, you're not going to let me go. You still need me. Yep. 
So I could believe that, but he doesn't say that. That would have been a nice line, though. Very true. They go to uh, to confront the Enchantress, and they they wind up with this <laughs> this plan that apparently that's like the one thing I thought was kind of dumb because I, I do like magic, but if you're gonna make the one weakness to magic like dynamite explosives, you're kind of taking away the <laughs> mysticism of it. I think. Yeah, <laughs> but why were the explosives there? Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> they needed dynamite. I don't know. I don't think they knew. Maybe Harley's just got dynamite laying around. Doesn't she do that? No, like, isn't, I feel like the Enchantress and uh, Flag put it somewhere and then she broke free. Oh, you're right. That is when they broke free um, because she was still June Moon and they had the bag and then that's when she broke free and then I think the bag was still there and then they have to go get it from the tunnel because it's in the flooded tunnel and then that's when... They're about to dive in and get it. Killer Croc saves a day. (laughs) I don't know. They're they're literally all in wetsuits ready to dive and go get the bomb. And then Killer Croc's like, are you serious? Like, this is the one thing I do. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, why do you think, what do you think I was brought here for? (laughs) If you don't let me do this, I won't have any scenes, please. (laughs) And they they even fight him. They're like, no, we're wetsuit divers. We do this. I'm like, really, dude? Dude, just back down. He's literally a crocodile. (laughs) Yeah. One part that's weird, too, is uh, Harley does escape, but her, we don't know what happens to the Joker, but she's fine. Yeah. And then she just kind of like wanders around for a little bit. And then I'm just confused why she goes back. Like, I guess you're, they're trying to say like, oh, these are her friends and she wants to I help mean, them out. I mean, she did see Deadshot like not shoot her. I suppose. Face. Yeah. But she goes back to like finish the mission, which I'm like, all right. Like, yeah. I mean, or, I, I guess she had nothing better to do. Maybe. Like if her boyfriend's dead now, then fuck it. Yeah, I guess. And I mean, these are like the only friends she just made. Maybe. Damn. Yeah. Gotta gotta find a new a new group. But still, you're going back to Amanda Waller as well. She's just gonna put another brain bomb in your head. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a problem. Yeah. And then the way they defeat it is Killer Croc throws the dynamite over the over the thing, and Deadshot shoots the dynamite. Yeah. And it, I guess, blows and, up the magic. And thing. like for as long as like slow mo action sequences go, this might be close to a record. <laughs> it goes on so long that yeah that. Uh, dynamite was really hanging Did you there. see that dynamite and and will smith doing like a, a max pain dive for like a a good 20 <laughs> seconds like it is way too long but it's suspenseful will he shoot the dynamite <laughs> is he gonna shoot is he gonna miss there's so many cool pieces here that if they put them together correctly it would have been mm-hmm. awesome but there was going to be a much cooler setup but we never got it but you know what Instead, we got amazing things like Shazam. That's true. We're getting the yep. Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley yep. Quinn. Yeah, we're, it's DC really like I think Suicide's Justice Wait, League was really the one. That? Oh, that's Birds of Prey. No, what's the Emancipation one? That's Birds. Of oh, Prey. that's just oh god. Oh, that's right. It's Birds of Prey and the Emancipation yeah, yeah, of One Harley Quinn. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, after this movie, they had the one dud, which was Justice League. But after that, I th- I, I agree with you. They've been releasing hits since then because I liked Aquaman, I liked Shazam, I liked Wonder Woman. Yeah, I still uh, got to see Aquaman. I think I'm excited for uh, literally the only reason I've been hesitant is because I know there's a Pitbull song in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's so oddly. It's awesome. Well, isn't Pitbull? it like an Africa cover? Yes. It's awesome. <laughs> Interesting. Mr. Worldwide 305. Um, <laughs> there's also a Sierra C- 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 Rose. I don't know how to say the name. Sierra C- Rose. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not sure. Opens the movie. It's awesome. Um, <laughs> Awkward. Yeah, I like the movie. Awkward. So we'll, we'll cover that down the line. Also, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the Black Manta suit is physical. Like, it's a real thing, and it weighs... Well, costume design, that movie killed it. Yeah, but really? all of them were practical, except Ocean Master's mask. But the Black Manta suit is real. Like, he had to Damn. wear that. It it weighed over 100 pounds. <laughs> That's awesome. But I was going yeah. to say, um, yeah. I have an iron neck. Uh, I mean, he's 
<laughs> Maybe after that movie, you did. Did you guys watch the Watchmen TV show? Oh yeah, yes, we did. Loved it. Okay, he's he's Doctor Manhattan. So oh, oh and the same wants. guy plays Black Manta. Didn't yeah, he? yeah. Huh? Oh, oh, cool, awesome. I did not know that. Well, I'll have yeah. to pay more attention to see what else he's in. Yeah, it's also weird now because I've seen his dick, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's it's well, it canon. Hey, maybe yeah. maybe uh, Black Manta will hang dong in Aquaman too. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a hundred pounds. Um, Wait, his dong is on the hundred pounds of dick. Um, oh yeah, yes. he he's great. I actually really love him. Um, he's hilarious too. One time I tweeted at him. So my girlfriend bought me a trident, like the Aquaman trident, for oh, yeah. um for Christmas, and. I posted it and I was like, all right, coming for you. Yaha. He retweeted and he's like, whatever, I'll take you out in a fight. And then he's like, oh, what? what do you think? And then he tagged Patrick Wilson in it. And then Patrick Wilson also retweeted it. Oh, that's really cool. What? So there's this picture of me with this trident being tweeted back and forth between <laughs> Patrick Wilson and Yaha. That's that great. Amazing. Yeah. I saved my life. <laughs> I know. Those are great moments. So what my show is about is it, accessibility for new readers to get into the DC universe. Um, so I'm really big about giving titles that people can, if they enjoyed something, they can follow up and just kind of find their place in the DC universe to start to branch out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was going to ask you to plug that. Cause I think that's a, a really good podcast, especially if you're yeah. like Eric, who's just starting to read comics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can, I'll plug our thing at the end, but for the listeners here, if you're looking for Harley Quinn content, Oh, I've yeah. got Please. two recommendations for you. You either go and read the Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti um, Harley Quinn run from the New 52 on. It went for a very, very long time. Tons of spinoffs. It rebooted with um, Rebirth too, right? Like it continued uh, into Rebirth? It continued, yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. So yeah. it is wonderful. It is, it is pretty dirty. They have very... Um, not childlike, but like they have dirty minds. So they make a bunch sure. of puns. Yeah. It's a great book. Um, and in there, she kicks the shit out of the Joker for like the first time ever and <laughs> becomes her own person. Harley Quinn is an extremely cool and interesting character. Once she gets rid of the dead weight, that See, is the Joker. Yeah. That's what I was going to ask you earlier, because that's in the movie. They had like the scene, which had the, the best line from the Joker, and would you live for me? <laughs> but because it's like you know the classic pushing into the bat scene, and then um, I haven't seen all of the animated Harley Quinn, but like the, the part where it's that same scene where Joker where she's jumping into the bat, but it's actually Joker pushes her in or whatever. And yeah, like, that's the yeah reclaiming of her identity. Yeah, because like every time any bad time I see Harley Quinn is when she's just like the puppet or like literally just the pet that joker has that like she'll do anything for and like anytime i see harley quinn that like where she's doing her own thing and she's like broken away from joker that's when i feel like she shines when i was younger i was a big joker fan because i was a fucking idiot kid who was like a nihilist and all that kind of stuff but as i grew (laughs) older i'm like oh shit the joker sucks like (laughs) she is cool having friends is cool like loving things you love is cool and then i was like man harley quinn is actually great like she's like independent she hangs out with her girl sorry not girlfriend i can't say that dc depends on the kind of yeah Yeah. (laughs) quote unquote best friends who also kiss Um, (laughs) but yeah it's a great run to get into it's very fun you don't need a ton of context about the dc universe at large you'll see characters like batman and poison ivy but it's enough for you to understand what's going on great read and if you're looking for something a little bit heavier and going into the origin, 
I 100% suggest picking up Harleen by Esteban Sebak. Uh, yeah, he's, he's a fantastic to... artist too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Oh, his his Aquaman run. Whew. Yeah, that was that's but, really really good. Yeah, it's a dark retelling of the Harley Quinn origin story that has a perfect Batman and has a really good Joker. It's a really good story. Um, yeah, I'm excited but, to read that. I'm waiting for it to come out in trade paperback. Yeah, it's it's super good. I um. Oh, so we're we're covering Harley Quinn next, and I'll I'll spoil the name of the episode here. It's Doctor Doctor Harleen Quinzel, or How I Learned to Stop Loving, uh, Stop Liking the Joker, and Love Harley Quinn. Ooh, I like that. So it's yeah. going to be kind of like a little bit about like what you were just describing, where it's like uh-huh. how you made that migration over yeah. appreciating Harley more. And that's a yeah. good point to make about her too, because I think that's one thing you can appreciate her as a character too, is because she did come from the, like having that kind of Joker ethos, mm-hmm. and then kind of like matured herself as well, and kind of be like, well, maybe that's nonsense. Yeah, and I can't, I, I can't speak to it very well, but her coming out of a cycle of abuse is a very um, empowering story. Mm-hmm. Um. For people who, yeah, absolutely. Like that's kind of yeah. dealing with real life shit in a comic book in kind of a clever way. And yeah, Harley Quinn is awesome. But yeah, if you're looking for those characters, pick those up. And if you like the Suicide Squad, I will 100% suggest picking up the current run that started last month. Oh, Tom Taylor, Tom right? Tom Taylor. Yep. Oh, dude, the first episode, the first issue is so good. I read the, the first team. issue. That's it, though. Yeah, it's awesome. The team is very diverse. It's got um, one of the first non-binary characters. Um, oh, that's cool. Yeah, they uh, they are. I think fair fay. They have wings and they're fucking badass. Oh right, uh, I think I yeah, because he's the one with yeah. like the blue purple kind of wings. Yeah, they it's, like, um, very very interestingly colored. Yeah, they're very cool looking, and mm-hmm. the fact that there's a whole new cast makes it kind of have stakes because you don't know who's gonna live and who's gonna. Yep, I remember leading up to that series, he kept like teasing. He's like, a bunch yeah. of people are gonna die. Yeah. Like, it's it's great. And then the original Suicide Squad run, don't hold me to it, but I want to say it's by Ostrander. Yeah, Ostrander. Yeah, I think I. I've read a couple books by him, just not the Suicide Squad. I have read his Spectre book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think that's it, actually. Don't, don't get me started on the Spectre and Hal Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, this is the other Spectre. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I appreciate you leaving those recommendations because I, yeah. I think that, uh, I think, yeah, like you said with Harley Quinn, I think if you, that's like, uh, that's the one run I think I haven't read. So I'd be interested to go back and yeah. see that because I do really like the art that I've seen in that too. Yeah, we, um, I don't want to jinx it, but we do have Amanda and Jimmy coming on the show. Oh, um, interesting. And next month, something like that. Um, yeah. And that'll be really cool. Gail a little bit after that. So. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Well, getting just yeah. the the big one is later. I'll tell you that afterwards. I, oh, that, okay, I cool. may have already told you. Well, yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely check out uh, the Super Sons podcast because mm-hmm. that is a really good show. Yeah. Our mission is just to get a comic book into your hands. We're trying to make everything accessible. Um, we try to bring as many diverse voices onto the show as we can to give different points of view that we cannot give. Um, yeah. And we're trying to do things right and just make DC a little bit easier for everyone to get into. Hell yeah. Uh, and then, uh, so you said you're doing the Birds of Prey, though? Yeah, so next episode is Harley Quinn, and then oh, right. the episode and after then... is Birds of Prey. Right, okay. That, that's awesome. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tune in for that, because we'll, be, uh, we'll be doing a Birds of Prey thing also, so it'll be interesting to see two different takes on it. Oh, yeah, I got to check that out. Um, yeah, because uh, yeah, so just to, for people reading ahead for our show as well, we'll doing the first six issues of gail simone previously mentioned birds of prey book next week and then we're also going to be talking about that tv show oh yeah <laughs> the birds of prey tv show so I'm for that, i don't know actually. anything about that i don't show. know anything 
So it would be fun where, going what in. Year was that was like early two thousands. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. I watched mm-hmm. it as a kid. I do remember watching the entire really. Movies. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Dude, thank you, Dan, again for joining us because I hey, yeah, appreciate the insight you brought for this because the uh, yeah, the hey, um. Listen, I'm always happy to help. Hey, we're happy to have you. So uh, hopefully uh, all this chit chat didn't get you hurt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> All right, but join us next week. We'll be discussing more comic books, pictures in the books.